You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing. But they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Podcast. I am your host and resident fanalist, as always, Ryan Schlipp. Um... Today's going to be a little bit of a different kind of day, um, but I absolutely have to do a podcast. Kind of a weird situation. There's no intro music, not going to be any ads. It's just going to be uh, kind of a bonus day for everybody. This should have been a much better quality podcast, and I really do apologize if the audio quality is pure garbage. Let me explain something that's really awesome and why I'm I'm uh, um, not doing a good job of honoring something awesome that just happened. <laughs> so I mentioned yesterday how um, I'm going to Granny's house, you know, going to go hang out. Got uh, My aunt came over yesterday. They got to see the baby and watched a little bit of Alabama football. My cousin just started going to Alabama, so we're all big Alabama fans now. Um, anyways, so a random message comes across on Facebook. And uh, OG fan of the show, Josh Cornell, says basically, hey man, uh, I'm willing to throw down 100 bucks if we can get a few people to chip, chip in and get you a laptop. And I'm thinking, dude, that's kind of crazy. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I sit here and I beg you guys for stuff all the time, but you don't have to buy me a laptop. Like, I'll, I'm, I'm saving up for it. I'll get one eventually. I know I'm slacking on it and all that stuff. But um, so then, the, the, you know, the comments start filling up like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And so I'm thinking, all right, I'm not going to raise enough to get a laptop that I actually want. But if we can get to, let's just call it 350, I'll match it with 350 of my own dollars, get a nice laptop, and I'll give you guys a show tomorrow. So I'll drop 350 if you guys can put down 350. 
again, crazy, but I mean, if you guys want to show that bad, I'm going to do it for you. We'll do, I'll go to the store right now. So after a little bit of uh, hemming and hawing and trying to figure out what the best way to do it is, kind of would have been cool to have one place to collect it. I was going to let Josh do it. I didn't want to do it. I felt kind of weird about the whole situation, but he's like, I don't really know how to do it. Why don't we just have people send you stuff on Venmo? So at 3.07 in the afternoon, I dropped the message. All right, look, Venmo is the is the way. If you guys want to do it, well, you know, as soon as we get to 3.50, I'm running to Best Buy. By 4.43, a little over an hour and a half later, we had reached $350. Four donations, one and a half hours, we were there. And I immediately wanted to honor that. I jumped in my car and drove straight to Best Buy. Um, that's the great part of the story. The part that I'm ashamed of is the fact that I also purchased, um, some headphones a little bit above and beyond all of that. I didn't get anything super nice. I mean, they look cool. Um, the problem is I was too stupid to make sure that they were USB. They are not USB. They are the kind that you have one jack that goes into the headphones, one that goes into, um, you know, the, uh, microphone. And I don't have that on a laptop, so... I am using a program that I have on my phone. I believe I've used it before. The The cool thing about it is I've got a little pause button so I can stop and look stuff up on my new laptop, etc., etc. So anyways, bottom line is we're doing a show, and from now on I will have my headphones, and I have this, so anytime we go anywhere, no more excuses. I've got the laptop. We're doing it, and we're doing it right. But I just had to highlight that. And, and also beyond that, let me, let me get specific with the people that uh, are the reason we're doing a podcast today. First of all, Josh, biggest thanks goes out to him for even starting this and then uh, dropping a very large sum of money. I don't know if, I, I don't know why I feel weird saying how much, but I just do. Some people gave more than others, but everybody is responsible for it. But thank you, Josh, for both a very generous donation and for putting this whole thing together. Uh, thank you for uh, Paula. Paula has been very generous throughout. She was the first to jump in and uh, to give. Jacob, Jacob Buss, um, who's been generous in a million different ways. He's helped me with a lot of different stuff from social media to giveaways to money. He's always there no matter what. Um, he also jumped in with a little bit of support to help me get the laptop. I don't mean a little bit as though it wasn't a lot. I just, I don't know. It just is the word I used because I'm, I'm a, a dummy. And then we had uh, Mitchell. I, I don't like to say how much we were short, but we were right at about the halfway point. And Mitchell's like, all right, I'll hit you up on PayPal. I'm expecting 20 bucks, maybe. He finished it. He just said, here's the rest. Go get your stupid laptop. And that's exactly what happened. He didn't say it like that. I'm saying it like that. But just, I don't know, man. I, look, we're going to talk Packers. I just, I can't not. Well, first of all, Jerry and... Uh, and Joseph, they also jumped in um, after the fact to donate some extra money on top of everything. Uh, thank you guys very much as well. I can't not spend a good amount of time. I mean, how do you not? I need to talk about the Packers, but I kind of want to just talk for about 45 minutes about how much I appreciate <laughs> everybody that is uh, given in some kind of a way. It's, just, it's, it's ridiculous. I just, I feel insanely guilty because I deserve absolutely none of this. But I was thinking about it yesterday. I was like, you know how I know that I have the best podcast ever? It's not, it has nothing to do with me. It's the fact that the greatest people and the greatest Packer fans apparently all congregate to my podcast. I don't know why. 
Not sure what you guys are doing here, but if you're not yet a member of the Packernet Podcast, the greatest, best Packer fans anywhere on planet Earth and some of the best people you'll ever meet on Earth are in that group. I've come to learn. Because that's just crazy, man. But uh, thank you all very much. And again, I'm sorry I'm such a dummy. That It was the easiest thing. Like I'm, I'm putting all my energy into getting like a the right laptop and I got people giving me tips and everything and so you know I took my son with me we just kind of wander over where there's headphones or whatever they don't have the kind that I usually get just the cheapy little Logitech thing they got a bunch of gaming type things I I didn't want anything super crazy and I I get the impression that these things don't have great sound quality anyways I know some people that use them and they just don't sound very good compared to my cheapy Logitech ones so I didn't want to over invest in it especially for just one day so I just I grabbed one and it didn't dawn on me hey make sure it's USB dummy but anyways, we're doing this. I hope it sounds okay. Um, I'm a little paranoid something's going to go wrong, like I hit the wrong button and this whole thing gets erased or something, so I don't want to spend a ton of time, um, but I want to at least be sure to give you um, a That's What She Said. Again, the audio is not, I'm not going to have all the little extra things, my clips from the office or anything. I can't cue that up on my phone. Um, and uh, I don't know, I, I guess I don't want to do picks. I kind of want to just get hyped up a little bit for the Packer game. I feel like that's what the people deserve for what happened. You know, it's thanks for the laptop. Here are my thoughts on the Colts. You know what I mean? That's not that's not a thing. Um, but let me start with this. If you really want to get hyped up for this game, a couple things you got to do. Check out that video from uh, Mr. Coach Hahn. Getting a lot of rave reviews. I know it's a little bit heady for some people. Like, you know, to be honest, it's even a little heady for me. It's it's not. You got Mr. Bazarski, the guy who makes the highlight videos that I'm working with. That guy gets you hyped up. Coach Hahn is like when you need to like sit down, get in a quiet room, and really learn stuff. But I, I tell you what, man, it's hard to find too many people that give you content like that video. To where you're sitting down like, I got to watch this a couple times to make sure I get it all because I'm not sure I fully understand. But I'm instantly, I mean, I hear people tell me all the time, like, thanks for making me a smarter Packer fan or whatever. It's like, I, I mean, maybe a couple little things I've picked up from being dumb for a long time and doing this podcast that other people maybe don't observe, but... I don't have that much to offer you. That kind of stuff is like, man, I should just see if he wants to do my podcast. Maybe he just wants to do it. He can tell everybody everything. <laughs> I've never had imposter syndrome until I had Coach Hahn come work for me, and suddenly it's like, I don't deserve this. I got to get him out of my life. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, the other thing you really, really need to do, um, also I did something that maybe I shouldn't have, but I think you're going to appreciate it, and if you don't, please just unsubscribe, but... All my patrons are now going to be getting the newsletter. I just signed you up. So if you didn't get it already, JJ is going to be working on that. It should have been sent out to you. I'm telling you, it's really cool. Uh, the people that have seen it so far, rave reviews. If you don't like it, please unsubscribe or whatever. But um, you're going to want to check that out. Uh, we've got uh, Dara, who I will be calling Dyer, our resident Irishman, who's going to be putting this together, which is really cool to have... I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing with maybe it's just Americans. I don't know when we hear that people from overseas, like in the UK or whatever, are big Packer fans. And when he reached out to me, um, which by the way, the, the kid is 16 years old, which I know if I'm worried to tell people that because they're going to be like, I'm not reading some sick. Go read it. It's really impressive stuff. But to hear that there's like a 16 year old kid who doesn't even want to tell people he's a Packer fan because it's like he'd be ostracized. But, you know, like he goes home and he's like, you know, turn all the lights off, close the door check out the Packers, stay up to like 3 o'clock in the morning or whatever. I'm over-exaggerating a little bit, but, I mean, the kid is super diehard, but uh, he's also really, really smart, super motivated, and um, 
I'm, I'm just, I'm excited to have two diamonds in the rough, which is kind of like the thing that I, I don't really like. Not that I'm unwilling, but you know, there's guys that everybody knows that I can go out and be like, hey, you want to come over here? I'm, I'm really digging like the, you know, the diamonds in the rough kind of thing. So we're, we're putting together quite a team over here. I'm really excited about it. On top of all the guys that I've already had doing a little bit of this, a little bit of, a little bit of that, a couple different social media guys. So stay tuned, man. It's going to be a fun season. But make sure you check those two things out because you're going to be um, very enriched as a Packer fan. You can check that out at uh, packdraft.com forward slash newsletter. What is Packdraft? Don't worry about it. Maybe remember it because in a couple months I'm going to be hammering you with that. But just, you know, for now just put slash newsletter and you can sign up. But uh, why don't we start off with a little bit of Boom Roasted. Again, it's, it might be a little bit clunky on my phone, but I want to give a little bit of an homage. Uh, in the Flick Chat community, I opened up a thread for a Boom Roasted for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I want to mix in a little bit of theirs, a little bit of mine. And basically, if you don't know what this is, I'm just going to make fun of the Buccaneers for the next five minutes or so. Because it feels good, man. It just feels good. But <laughs> I want to start with probably my favorite one. Obviously, this is from last week. It was during the Buccaneers and the uh, Chicago Bears game. And I get a message that uh, Jeremy Retz in the Flick community uh, posted a new boom, boom Roasted. And I went and looked at it. It says, they're losing to the Bears. Boom Roasted. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was hilarious. Especially since they actually ended up losing that game. This is going to be a little bit of an unusual Boom Roasted because I'm going to interject here a little bit. But let, let's let's try to keep that in mind, right? I like. I'm I'm getting to that point right now where I'm starting to get a little bit nervous because it this is a professional football team. You know, we we watched the video from Coach Hahn talking about Todd Bowles. He's basically like a Matt LaFleur for the defense, not quite to that level, but very cerebral, very intelligent, right? The the fact that we're hearing about how good they are despite the fact that they don't have that many good players, all that stuff, right? But at the end of the day, they just lost to the Bears. And and look, maybe the Bears do deserve a little bit more credit than they're getting. And that's fine. And I, you know, I, I got to start giving them a little bit more credit because they've earned it, right? Maybe they're the 2019 Packers right now. They're, they're getting a bunch of ugly wins and they're going to do that for the rest of the season. Who's to say they don't win the division getting ugly? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But they did lose to the Bears, right? I mean, that's that's still a thing that happened. And it's not like the Bucks looked really good, but the Bears looked better. It looked like, kind of like my newborn baby trying to accomplish anything, you know? You just kind of look at him like, what is it you're trying to do right now? Because it ain't working. Maybe just, you know, when I put you there, just kind of hang out. Like, just be good with it, because you're not going to go anywhere else. Flailing around, like, it's not helping you. It's kind of how you feel about Tom Brady sometimes. He's just flailing around over there. It's like, dude, just, just stop, man. It ain't working. And of course, that brings us to Kyle D's boom roasted, which is your quarterback doesn't even know what down and distance it is when the game is on the line. Boom roasted. I mean, think about it. I mean, it's we're talking about ugly, dude. Or how about the fact that the number one offense in 2019 thought the best way to improve their their team would be to get worse at quarterback. Boom roasted. Maybe that's a little bit unfair. Obviously, Tom Brady's grading out better than uh, anybody they had last year. But the rest of the team is kind of suffering a little bit, aren't they? And I talked about the morale and how Tom Brady's not going to get away with his little temper tantrums. I don't think, unlike in New England, when people scream at you, people respond, right? 
for some reason, that's like the one last bastion on Earth. Sorry if you can hear my phone vibrating. It's what happens when you use it as a microphone. I should probably turn that off. Much better. But I, I just... Look, they, th- this is kind of a pivotal moment, if you think about it. Because my concern here is Tom Brady's will. And the Patriots in general, right? Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, and the, the rest of that team. When, when things aren't going well, when, when everybody's down on them that's when you expect the biggest response. And although Tom Brady can still will himself, I don't know what happens in Tampa Bay with a bunch of non-Patriot coaches and a bunch of non-Patriot players when they just get screamed at like that on a team that hasn't been good in a very long time and a bunch of players that probably haven't been very good in a very long time. When Tom Brady, who has not magically turned this thing around, shows up, and he's not very much fun. He just comes in and screams at me when I'm doing my best to protect his life and he's screaming at me because he got sacked a couple times because he's not used to ever getting touched by anybody. I'm not sure that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers respond with, yeah, let's all rally around this guy. Because in New England, that's what you get. Is that what's also going to happen in Tampa? Is he going to be able to rally this team, or is it going to be that he's just out on an island because people don't want to put up with his garbage and his whiny nonsense? And it's, it is kind of funny because I was more or less willing to give the guy a little bit of a pass in New England because it was just kind of his thing and it worked. You know, he's he's passionate. It's, it's The difference between passion and being whiny, I guess, in my mind, is does it work and do people respond well to it, right? If it, if it seems like it's in somewhat of a controlled manner, even if it's somewhat out of control, but if, if you run around and start screaming and, um, you know everybody's kind of on board and it rallies your team cool if you're just throwing a temper tantrum and it kind of brings everybody down that's no good so it'll be interesting to see like is is he pulling this team together by doing that is he going to make this thing better are they really going to come out fired up or uh are they just in a complete downward spiral right now obviously if they win the game that that's going to tell us quite a bit if they even somewhat keep it close, it, it's kind of hard to say. Maybe they came out fired up, but now does that continue the descent? Then obviously if they get blown out, that answers that question conclusively in the opposite direction, right? This thing's falling apart. I mean, the wheels are just coming straight off, and we can just cross them off the NFC contender list. By the way, I, I, I just know I'm going to forget this. It keeps popping in my head, and it's like, yeah, we're not talking about that right now. Equinemius is officially playing. There you go. It's out there. I don't know if you can hear that. That's uh, my son in the next room. I turned on. He, I wanted to turn on cartoons for him and stuff, and he wasn't interested in anything that was on. He wanted to know if football was on. The only thing I could find was some uh, college football classics. So it's like real grainy, like from the 90s or something. Um, he, he reminds me very much of my grandpa. I could turn on, you know, high school, uh, middle school girls soccer game and he would just be jacked up dude we turned on NASCAR or some kind of racing yesterday he's never watched racing in his life he loved it I turned on horse racing for him the other day loves it the kid just loves sports it doesn't matter what it is cracks me up man he gets me excited for other sports that I don't care about and we turn on something it's like this is dumb and suddenly we're all into it we're betting on cars yesterday mine sucked although he probably likes sports because he just picks the winner all the time actually I don't like that car anymore I like 22 I'm like all right dude whatever cheater but anyways equinemius uh definitely playing the question would be how much um i don't want to derail from what we're doing but again just interjecting within my interjections of my uh, original plan to do boom roasted 
I don't know. I'm I'm leaning toward he plays a lot, but I'm I'm feeling it the same way I felt like AJ Dillon was really going to start playing more, and um, Deguaro is going to start playing more. And what I mean by that is I feel like it makes a lot of sense that he would play, but the Packers seem to be very slow to add in guys like that, as in guys that just haven't played much. And although I still think it's going to happen, not necessarily for Deguaro who's out for the season, but although I do expect. Dylan to start seeing more and all that kind of stuff. It's it's one of those things where I'm thinking this could be a big day for him. It's not going to be. It's going to be MVS and it's going to be um, Devontae. Those are going to be your two wide receivers. They're going to play mostly two wide receivers. They're going to feature more. Um, you know, it's it's going to be those two and then Tanya and then the, the running backs. That's the core of our team. So it, it's, you know, are we going to see Equinemius and Malik a little bit? Yeah, probably. The other thing to consider, Equinemius kind of makes a lot of sense for, for running the jet sweep types. I'm just saying. He's a big physical guy. He's one of those guys you wouldn't expect. Like, why don't you use MVS because he's blazing fast and all that? Why are you using Alan Lazard? Remember, EQ, pretty quick. He's he running in the 4-4s, man. He's got some speed. Anyways, done with that. We got this gem compliments of Shoe Pack. The Buccaneers' win rate is a 387, .387. Ty Cobb had a batting average of 366. Nothing is harder than hitting a baseball. I thought that was clever, man. That's pretty good. Boom roasted. Well done. Shoe Pack hitting us with some more stats. By the way, Mr. Shoe Pack, if you got some uh, some way to look up some real good stats like that, hit me up, man. We could we could use your services. Anyways, he says the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a losing record against every team in the NFL with the exception of the Bills, Bengals, Chiefs, and Dolphins, and against the Green Bay Packers have a 398 winning average i guess i want to say percentage but that's not really a percentage i guess it'd be 39.8 percent whatever you get the point boom roasted from sju he says just to clarify tampa 2 does not mean two championships boom roasted gooseman says tom lost track of time pick six brady boom roasted which allow me to interject there a little bit um it's actually kind of great to hear that Tom Brady's kind of having some issues with the uh, accuracy part of things and that he's actually throwing a little bit of uh, a couple interceptions here and there. It would be kind of nice because when you play Tom Brady, usually it's a very kind of Aaron Rodgers-esque in terms of, you know, good offensive line protecting him and he's also careful with the football. I mean, he's never quite been as good as Aaron Rodgers, but you don't expect to really get at Brady in any kind of way. I feel like there's an opportunity here to really get after the guy. I mean, it, it it feels impossible because we've got it built into our brains. I mean, literally, some of the people probably listening to the sound of my voice do not remember an era before Tom Brady. The guy played for 20 years, for crying out loud. Um, But, the, I mean, there genuinely is a real opportunity to attack the offensive line, to get Tom Brady on his back, to get him flustered, to actually pick off Tom Brady. And he's thrown several pick sixes, which, by the way, the Packers, one of the few teams in the NFL that's already got one of those this year. So extremely excited at that. And I, I think that needs to be one of the core things here. Because, again, Tom Brady has got, uh, not only does he have some limitations, I know, again, he's grading out well, but the times in which he misses seem kind of inexplicable, right? So it's, it seems to be a bunch of really, really good mixed in with what was that? And you couple that with the fact that he's starting to get a little flustered, right? He's, he's, he's realizing that he's human, right? He realized that he, you know, what was that line from 300? He realized even gods can bleed or something like that. One of the best movies 
in the history of the universe, by the way. I've watched that about 5,000 times. The only thing I'm going to tell you right now, if you have not watched it, do not ever, ever play a 300 drinking game. Me and my roommate Blaine played that probably about eight times. We never lasted more than about 10 minutes. It's, it's a brutal game. I'm talking we were asleep 10 minutes. I'm not even going to tell you the rules of the game. Just don't try it, period. It's bad news, man. But I'm, 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 I'm excited about that because, I mean, he's been, not only has he been so good, he's been a thorn in everybody's side. He's been talked about as being better than Aaron Rodgers since forever. This is an opportunity, and I, you know, look, the guy deserves a lot of respect. You know, he deserves all kinds of stuff, the accolades, everything he's going to get, all the money he has. I'm happy for him. He's got a great life, you know, great wife and kids probably. I don't know. I want nothing but the best for him as a person. That being said, this is an opportunity to really, I mean, I, all I want is a win, granted, all that. I want to brutalize the man. I really do. I mean, I want him to walk away okay. I want him to play next week. So, I mean, I don't think he has any buys or anything. I hope he walks away with nothing but a bruised and battered ego. But if there's four sacks, maybe he's got a little bit of a limp. He's throwing all kinds of temper tantrums and picks. And Aaron Rodgers has one of the best games of his career. That would just be ideal. And it's not about the win. It's not about the stats. It's not about what the media is going to say about how good the Packers are. This is just about, I want the whole world to see that when you talk about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, you're talking about two very different human beings. Tom Brady has accomplished a ton as a guy who is a part of a team. He's also done a lot of really good things as a quarterback. He is not Aaron Rodgers. And it's, it, listen, it's not just a spite thing. Pat Mahomes, we're talking about a quarterback that belongs in the Aaron Rodgers conversation. Tom Brady does not. Possibly Lamar. we got to see how his career pans out. I don't know. It's not as good this year. Obviously a different style of quarterback with the running and everything. But in, in terms of what I'm talking about when I say Aaron Rodgers is a guy that just, he will carry a team. He is the team. He doesn't need all these other things. It's not a system. It's a freakish talent that is a, a generational type talent. Russell Wilson. That's what I'm talking about. Tom Brady, no. And all of us are tired of hearing about it. We're tired of fighting that battle. And although this doesn't necessarily solve anything, because the, the Brady apologists will say, well, he's playing for a terrible team, which, of course, Aaron Rodgers has had terrible teams, and it doesn't matter. He's still a great quarterback. Well, Tom Brady's like 500 years old. That You know, he back in his prime, what, you know, it doesn't. But still. But still, I still want the world to see it. I want, because right now, nobody's saying that. And that's how you know people are being dishonest. If that happens, if Aaron Rodgers absolutely carves up this team and Tom Brady looks terrible, you're going to hear all the excuses. Why don't we hear them now? Why, why, why not just declare it now? Look, this doesn't count because, you know, he, Tom Brady's older and, and, you know, he doesn't have, which is, he doesn't have weapons. Mike Evans is a freak. He's got, which, um, OJ Howard. The guy that everybody forgets to talk about. Freakish tight end who hasn't really found his groove. The funny thing is, I had mentioned when Tom Brady went over there, I don't know how they're going to really thrive on the deep passing part of this thing. However, Mike Evans kind of makes a lot of sense. He's getting the lion's share of the targets because he's just kind of a big body receiver. He doesn't have to go deep on every single play. But also, O.J. Howard makes the most sense for that exact reason. Tom Brady likes his little short to intermediate passing type stuff, and O.J. Howard is that guy. Getting O.J. Howard to be a, you know, 17-yard per reception type of receiver doesn't make a whole lot of sense. O.J. Howard right now is one of the best tight ends in football. 
He's having a great season. So, you know, again, the, the weapons are there, but I'm just curious, is anybody going to start making those excuses now? Because what I'm guessing is this is going to be billed as two great quarterbacks today kind of facing off. We'll see who comes out victorious. So if you're not going to make, this is all I'm saying, if you're not going to make the excuses now, don't make them after the game. Well, this doesn't count. Excuse me. Yes, it does. For all the reasons that you thought Tom Brady was going to come in and dominate, those are the exact reasons why Aaron Rodgers deserves all the respect of absolutely obliterating Tom Brady. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't want people tuck-tailing, but we know they will, because that's what they do anyways. Well, they're not going to beat the Vikings. The Vikings are elite. da 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 Destroy the Vikings. What happens? Well, you know, I mean, yeah, look how bad their, their defense is. Excuse me? <laughs> you told me they had an elite defense. What are you talking about? I got mocked and ridiculed because I said their defense is not good. Suddenly it's like, well, duh, look how bad their defense is. You said they were good. Then you got to, well, the Lions, they always play the Lions tough. We annihilate the Lions. Well, yeah, because the Lions are trash, obviously. Then there's the first ever real test. The Saints are the only real test they've had, which is a nonsense thing. But again, okay, fine, first real test. Beat the Saints. Well, I mean, the Saints are, look how bad they are. I mean, geez, they just lost to the Packers. They must be terrible. And, and Drew Brees is washed and blah, 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 blah. Then there's the Falcons. Well, that offense against this defense, you better watch out. Their offense didn't do anything against the defense. Defense shut down one of the best offenses in football. And Aaron Rodgers and the Packers offense, with no weapons, carved up the, the Atlanta Falcons. Well, the Falcons are just trash. They need to fire everybody. And guess what? We get our first real test of the season for about the fifth time this year. So we'll see how it goes. But again, don't expect any apologies. Don't expect anybody to come out and be like, well, you know, duh, duh, duh. turns out the Packers are pretty good, 5-0. and oh, After beating actual good football teams, Vikings are out there on an absolute rampage right now. I don't know. I don't know about you. I'm starting to embrace it a little bit. I'm, I'm kind of starting to like it. Because when, when people are just not acting rationally, it makes it easy for you to just be right all the time. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, 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 they're giving themselves an unfair disadvantage by betting against the Packers, not based on anything that makes sense, but just based on the fact that I don't like the Packers. And I want to prove a point that they're not that good, that Aaron Rodgers is not that good, that Matt LaFleur is not that I, 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 I just, I don't get it. Why? Why do they refuse to give the man any credit? I know they're, they're starting to hear a little bit, but you didn't have to wait for, for Sean McVay to get credit. That guy got credit day one. He was considered a great hire. He's going to bring all these great things. He's going to do all these wonderful, you know, and, and then they go on to have not quite as good of a first season as Matt LaFleur had, but they had a really good first season, and instantly he's the greatest coach in football. They go on the next year to have an even better season. Oh, my goodness, he's the greatest ever. Uh, Kyle Shanahan got credit when their team was guard. He had three terrible years. And then in year four, he finally has a good season, and he's considered probably the best offensive mind in football. And I'm not trying to take away from that. He is smart. But again, it, it doesn't take any period of time for them to say, oh, he's a genius. There are bad teams that are considered bad teams with great coaches. Matt Nagy was hailed as a great coach and a great offensive mind, right? Day one, right out of the gate, and he had some success, and it, you know it, that didn't get reversed until things went south. So I, you know, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't get it. But again, people are just choosing to be dumb. So this is the best possible situation for us, to be completely honest. I mean, as much as it's nice to just get, you know, praised all the time like we used to back in the day. And again, I don't know why we're not there again. Maybe it's just because people have invested too much in the narrative that Aaron Rodgers is done and burned out. Maybe it's just people want to be clickbaity and stuff and they realize that trashing the Packers pays better. 
But from our standpoint, all we have to do is say, no, I disagree. I think we'll win. And then they get, then they laugh and they laugh and they mock. And then when the Packers win, we get to go back on Twitter and say, and find all those people and retweet them, you know, and I don't generally do it because I don't really like doing that kind of stuff. But you know, if you're into it, you might as well, because they earned it. If people are going to chirp, they better get ready for it. So it's part of the reason why I don't talk that much trash. I mean, I, I hype, I guess I do talk a decent amount of trash, but it's, it's, I mean, I own, I just say what I think. Sometimes I say things that are positive. Sometimes I just said, OJ Howard is doing great, right? It's, it's not just about trash talk. I told you Tom Brady's grading out well. I'm probably more optimistic or, or high on Tom Brady as a player than most people. Everybody's telling you about the defense. I'm scared of Tom Brady. I don't like him as a football player, but I'm scared of him. But yeah, I mean, it, you know, if people are going to open their mouth and get vitriolic and hateful and mean and spiteful and mock and ridicule... Aaron Rodgers and all these different guys and say Aaron Jones doesn't belong in the top whatever conversation and you know I think Devontae's pretty solidified I don't think anybody's it was it was a tough fought battle to push him into the top five I feel like most people have conceded that but a lot of people spitefully say no he's not Adam Thielen is right you get that random Vikings fan who says Adam Thielen is top five Devontae's not that's the same guy that will will say that he's not top five because he has Aaron Rodgers but also Aaron Rodgers is washed up he's that guy Anyways, uh, from T-Rex, he says, Battle of the Bays became an outdated term when they realized that this was no longer a battle for the Packers. Boom, roasted. Another great one from Sean. He says, the Bucks peaked in the offseason. Boom, roasted. Which, by the way, maybe it's just a stylistic thing for me. I like the really short, like, just real bitey ones. That's that's like a perfect boom, roasted, in my opinion. Bucks peaked in the offseason. Boom, roasted. Especially since there really wasn't an offseason. <laughs> That just makes it all the better. Baron Von Squatch says, Tom Brady isn't even the best quarterback in Florida. Boom, roasted. I actually shortened that one to make it more, you know, more bitey. Hope you don't mind, Baron. Anyways, thanks to everybody for all your boom roasteds. That wasn't all of them, but um, grabbed a couple from you. I'm going to get another one up for next week after this game. Make sure you get into the flick chat, man. If you don't know how, it's not that hard. It's a couple extra steps, but it's a lot of fun. Um, also, I, I should throw this out there. Today is the cash day giveaway. So if you have been inviting people, when you invite somebody to Flick Chat, you get um, what are called pixels. So if you have what you feel is probably enough pixels to win the prize, go ahead and take a screenshot of how many pixels you have, send it over to me. And uh, if you have the most, you get 50 cents per person you invited. I'm really hoping I'm not going to Venmo somebody like a buck 50 or something. But, you know, I'll, I'll honor my word. For all I know, 100 of the people that are in that group came from one one person. And I got to dish out quite a bit. But that's a thing. Um, either way, get in there, man. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we had a meeting, and I've got a one-on-one -on -one meeting with one of the top guys over at Flick Chat. Um about some of the new stuff they're rolling out they're, they're gonna have like some some actual games in there um like some fantasy stuff kind of like what we're doing like who's gonna get the most yards or that this or that and i'm gonna talk to them about how i want to make sure that i can see who voted for what so i can make giveaways much easier because apparently that isn't a part of their thing but they're still very early on in developing this and again this is this is created by FanDuel, so it's it's very early on they've got a ton of money they're pumping into this thing so they're gonna they're gonna really build this thing up the the only reason i'm really interested it's really not that it has a lot of financial upside there is a little bit when you send me one of those pixels i get 50 cents so if you want to burn them up and, and give me 50 cents sweet or maybe i get 25 cents each and you have two of them so i get 50 cents per person i don't remember it's one of the two 
the the reason I'm betting on it is I I think that this is going to be kind of big, and all I really want is when people show up and they download FlickCheck, because that's where the cool people go, and maybe that's going to be a year, two, three from now. I just want to make sure that I have the official Packers chat, right? That's the only reason I'm I'm really kind of invested in it. So, again, I, I like it, man. I, it, it's a nice place to centralize where we can all hang out for the game. It's not like you go on Twitter and blast it out into the universe and some people comment. And then you got some people saying stuff on here and some people message me on Messenger and some people message me on Twitter. Some people send me text messages on my phone number for the Packernet podcast, bat phone. It's like, can we all just like come into one spot and just like chat right here in the game during the game? They got live updates and stats right there in the app. I don't know. I think it'll be nice. But anyways, um, I think we'll, we'll kind of wrap it up here. If you had the newsletter, you would know uh, what my prediction for the game was, but I might as well drop that for you again. It, it wasn't anything super interesting. I just used a mathematical formula, and essentially it was um, looking at how teams performed against the Buccaneers compared to their other competitors to get an idea of how much better or worse the Buccaneers defense does than what teams face on average. I applied that to what the Packers have been doing on offense on average. And so if on average the uh, a, a team will score only 95% of what they usually score when they face the Bucks, you take 95% of what the Packers average has been. That's how you get the Packers score. Then I did the opposite for the Buccaneers. You look at how teams perform against the Packers defense compared to others. Now, again, there are much better ways to do it because there's a lot of context missing and all that, and it definitely works better toward the end of the season. But I thought that that was a fun way to do it and just kind of get a general gauge of things. Also, I don't know, and I'll talk to JJ about this. Um, for me, I had to find the newsletter. I used Gmail. It wasn't in my primary mail. It was over in promotions. Um, and for me, it just says me. I'm hoping that's just because it's um, using my email or something. So it should tell me something cooler, like Packernet Podcast Newsletter or something. But for me, it was just a message that says me, and it was buried in my promotions tab. So I never would have found it if I wasn't scouring the earth to try to find this thing. So let me know where yours was, and if it was there, make sure you move it over to your um, normal uh, primary uh, email so that you can find it over there. For those of you wondering, it did get sent out. Um, why don't I actually take you through a little bit of this? Why don't I read a couple of these things? I'm not going to do this every week, but just to give you an idea of what's in here. A couple little tidbits from the newsletter, and this is how we'll end it. Um, one of the things we've got in here are the key matchups. Again, I won't go through it all, but he's got uh, Aaron Jones versus Levante David, clearly going to be a big matchup. He's also got Elton Jenkins versus William Golston. He's got a write-up for each of those. A uh, couple notes to keep in mind. Aaron Rodgers has flamed inexperienced defensive backs all season. Tampa's starting corner trio has four combined years of experience in the NFL. Uh, under stats to remember, Rodgers and Brady are tied for the most downfield throws in the NFL this season with 20-plus air yards with 30 each. Again, I talked about that yesterday. Rodgers has one less game, but still they are tied for number one. Tampa's wide receiver unit leads the NFL in drops with 13 through five games. The Buccaneers' offensive line has allowed nine pressures per game. Meanwhile, the Packers' offensive line has allowed 4.5 pressures per game. The stat of the week. When throwing from a clean pocket, Aaron Rodgers has a passer rating of 141.4. That's the highest passer rating of any quarterback since the metric was first recorded way back in 2006. This week in history, October 18, 2009, Donald Driver sets the franchise record for all-time receptions. Birthdays of the week. It says uh, it's big boy birthday week this week as we wish happy birthday to Rick Wagner, who turns 31 this week. Your present is snaps as a blocking tight end. He's a funny little Irishman, isn't he? 
I call him a leprechaun because that would be funny, but I don't know if that's like over the line. You think that's over the line? I think it's just funny. Do I, uh, Dara, you gotta let me know, man. I feel so weird calling him Dara because for me that's like Dora the Explorer. I'm picturing like a short lady, but I'm sure it sounds cooler in uh, an Irish accent. You gotta let me know. And I promise not to use it all that often, but is that like a really offensive thing to Irish people if I call you a little leprechaun? Because it would make me happy if I could get away with it. But he's a, he's a funny little Irishman. Now I say little because you're 16 now. For all I know, you're 6'4". He says, happy birthday to Billy Turner, who turns 28 this week. Your present is the award for best hairstyle on the team. Sorry, Big Bob Tanyan. And we've got our official match predictions. Uh, Darok says Packers 37, Buccaneers 27. J.J. Leahy says Packers 31, Buccaneers 18. His quote for his uh, prediction is, if this team still has some characteristics of the 2019 Packers, they could come out sluggish from the bye week and lose close uh, a close game, 26-27, which I think was his original prediction, but he changed it. Good good decision. Um, it's up to LaFleur to keep his foot on the gas. My prediction for the game, very similar to Dara's, was 36-26. Again, I kind of explained how I came to that, um, but that's kind of where it's at. It would, I mean, and that would just be a... That's definitive, right? You win 36-26, a 10-point win. That's very definitive. Um, I'm not going to read all of it, but just a couple other things you can expect in the newsletter. They've got uh, the Packers fantasy stardom sit-em. They've got all the Packers notes as well as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers notes. Um, a what's next column in here. Um, playoff picture. And then the weekly recap. I'm saying it in reverse because I'm scrolling back up to the top. But I'm telling you, man, it's a, it's a fantastic newsletter. You get all kinds of little news and notes if you just want those snippets as well as some longer kind of, you know, several paragraph uh, things like the weekly recap and whatnot. So... Um, Dara does a great job. JJ did a great job kind of prettying this up, making it look real nice in, in email format. Um, I'm doing a good job uh, reading it and um, consuming it, you know. Hopefully doing a good job convincing you to go sign up because that's what you need to do. But anyways, I'm going to I'm gonna leave it there. I hope that this works out okay. I, I hope that this even gets to you today. Um, and the sound quality is okay. Again, this won't happen again as far as the headphones. Thank you guys so much for your support. It's 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 above and beyond and um enjoy the day i hope i hope i see you in the flick chat today i'll, I'll try to remember to post a link for you and uh, you can come on over there and we'll just we'll talk packers today we, I mean, you can come in there right now and start talking if you want the game is up we'll talk a little bit so you folks have yourselves a fantastic sunday i will talk to you tomorrow have a good one Bye bye